This is Randy Rosetta with HubCityPreps.com with the inaugural edition of the Tiger Tracks podcast, which will focus on friendship sports. Um, we're going to start with Jay Northcutt because I guess there's a little bit of a game this week. Jay, bit, yeah. you guys showdown with Lubbock Cooper, which is an annual thing, but there's a lot of energy around this one. First time y'all have played out there since 2018. We've talked before about the round robin that the, the four biggest city schools play. You guys got your taste of it last week already. What do you see about this one? What gets you going about this one? And what gets your guys excited about this one? Well, this one's always fun. I just I think uh, it starts off just based on the fact that both communities are, are so you know close. Uh, our kids know each other. Our families know each other. Our communities know each other. Uh, and so I think that's you know where it starts. And then you know the fact that we've had some really good games to watch over the last couple of years, uh, I think kind of adds to the excitement, you know, and I, and I know that's just something that makes that game special. And I think it's a big part of why Texas high school football is special. I've talked to Chip and the folks at Cooper out here before. To me, this is, even though this friendship's a big old monster school and Cooper's getting to be a big old monster school, it, this is almost like two small towns getting together. You're a Plainview guy, so you know what I'm talking about when you guys would play Hereford or, it, this seems like everybody's invested in this game that's connected to friendship. Everybody that's connected to Cooper, everybody has a part in this one. You know, I think you're right. And as you were, you were talking there, Randy, I, I was over, happened to be over in the Cooper area yesterday. I, I went into a restaurant to eat and had all my friendship uh -oh. gear on. And, and uh, I got some, some strange looks <laughs> while I was in there. And at first I didn't realize why. And then I went, oh, yeah, it's, it's Cooper week. So, uh, you know, I think it's, it's definitely, uh, definitely that way for sure. You guys are coming off of a physical, I thought, pretty decent performance against Coronado. You talked about after the game about how good their defense was. I thought your defense, for the most part, matched them. And we, when we talked last week, that was the last question I asked you was, how does your defense have to get better? Your defense, at least week one, looked like it has taken a big step. Well, week one, you know, they were really tested uh, with Coronado and their, their explosive skill players, you know, and, and the things that they could do you know, throwing and catching. Uh, and then you add in some of the running backs that they had that, that ran the ball hard. But I think this week's a different animal mm -hmm. offensively with the, the offensive line that they have. Uh, it's just a really talented and physical offensive line. Coach Hayes always does a good job and has those guys ready over there. And then I think you, you know, combine that with their, their backs that can run. They've got about three different backs they can roll in that, that all do a, a good job running the ball hard and, and their QBs are running, you know, and so, uh, when they have a two-headed monster with the QBs running and throwing and, you know, the running backs, that presents a challenge. So I think our defense, to sum it up, they have a little bit different challenge this week. But uh, they've had a great week of practice, and I'm excited to see what they do. Chip will probably won't like the way I put this, but they were struggling in the first half last week, kind of scrapped it and went back to old country football in the second half. They were just going to line up and see if you can stop us. I know defensive guys, especially the big guys up front, they don't mind that. They don't mind bring your best, we're going to bring our best and see what they can do. With your group, how equipped do you think your front five, front seven are for that kind of game? Well, I think, you know, we've got some really uh, physical and athletically talented kids up front, you know, and I, and I think that's going to be really the tell of the tape for this game, you know, at least with our defense and their O is, is how well we hold up. Uh, with our D linemen up front, with with Caden Blakely and Caden Spano and and Ortiz and, and Maderic Harper, uh, Josh Ortiz and Maderic Harper, 
you know, and then you got to throw our linebackers in there. They've got to come up and make plays. And then we've got to have our secondary, who we're really counting on to be run stoppers, you know, uh, get involved. And so it's going to be an all-out team effort. We're going to have to run to the ball. We're going to have to swarm. And I think that's going to be a key. Offensively, and we talked after the game against Coronado, you guys were very close on several plays early on. You did hit the big one late. When you sat and watched video with the offense, was it? could you point that out to guys and say, hey, you know, sliver here, sliver there, and we make some big plays, that game's a little bit different. That was the biggest message on Saturday when we watched the film is just pointing those different areas of the game out. You know, we scored two touchdowns there that got called back. Yeah. Uh, in, in one of them on a guy just not being in or not being set or being in motion, you know, and so those are little things that you shoot yourself in the foot and, you know, that we don't need to have, you know, happen any week, much less this week. And so hopefully those are all things we learn from and then we learn from the mentality of, of just playing the next play and how important it is to stay poised and, and just keep playing the game and, and uh, give yourself, you know, that's the best way to give yourself a chance of winning. And, you know, unfortunately, in that game, we did that. It was just late in the game. We ran out of time and uh, uh, didn't end up getting it done. But I think the fact that we were able to put our on, onside team out there and, and have a chance to get the ball and then, and then hope, hoping for a chance to go and score, that just really hits that lesson home that you're really yep. never out of the game. Hudson, and I didn't realize this until I asked you after the game, had never taken a varsity snap at any position, let alone yes, quarterback. He had some moments where he looked like a guy out there the first time, but he had some moments as well that he looked like an old veteran. You know, you guys always talk about that improvement from week one to week two. Have you seen that in practice with him? Have you seen it kind of click with him? How much different he can make things be for you guys? Oh, for sure with HUD. You know, he uh, is such a passionate guy about uh, any sport that he's playing. In this case, it's football. And so – you know, we saw glimpses of, of how good he could be multiple times in that game. I mean, there were some times where we didn't pick up a blitz and he just totally extended the play with his legs and made plays. Uh, and then I think there's a lot of moments in that game that after he's looked back and watched the film, he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be better at that this next week, you know, because I need to be and I can be. And so that's what I've seen at him in practice, just put special emphasis on the little things he needed to be good at. Now, we talked about the defense that you guys played against Coronado. Cooper's defense has been their bread and butter for the last couple of years. They've had good offensive players, great offensive players. They don't have a couple of Big 12 guys there anymore, <laughs> but they've got those guys like you guys. They've got young guys that have jumped in and are eager to say, hey, we can do this too. What do you see that matches up against you guys that you've got to make sure you're doing well this week? Well, they did lose their, their two linebackers that after the, the game with Cooper last year, when we were shaking hands, I went up to uh, to those two guys and said, thank goodness we're not going to have to see you yeah. again. <laughs> that was my message to them and wished them good luck because uh, they've been good players. They were they were good players for a long time, you know, there at Cooper. But when you look out at Cooper's defense this year, you see a Cooper defense still. You know, they've, they've, they've always been known for having good linebackers. Uh, they've still got some. The Douglas kid is really, really good. Uh, they're always disciplined with what they do. They always play hard. They tackle well. And they're able to give you a lot of different looks and still be sound, you know, on defense. And so, you know, we only have the two games on them, a scrimmage and, and the, the, the Dumas game. But, but, you know, that was what I first thought when I watched that game is they're still a Cooper defense. Yeah, they still went up to Dumas and 
even though they struggled offensively in the first half, I think they gave up one home run play to, to Dumas, and that was about it all night. And, yeah. again, you being a Plainview guy, you know that up there in Dumas they know what they're doing. So sure. that says something about their defense. This I mentioned this to your guys after the game the other day. There was not – there wasn't deflation. There wasn't guys walking around with their daubers down. They, they knew they'd played pretty well against a really good team. That hasn't always been the case with you guys when you had younger guys. Is that another sign of evolution for you guys that guys understand we can be good? It didn't happen for us tonight. Now we got to get ready for next week. I think it is. Yeah, I mean, if you go in our varsity locker room on, on one of the walls, it says expect to win, you know, and, and, and words on a wall don't mean a whole lot. You got to believe in that. Mm -hmm. um, but the kids that we have playing on our varsity right now have done a lot of winning in their, their time, you know, starting in middle school. You got a lot of city champions uh, coming out of our different middle schools that, that started winning then. You got a lot of kids that are part of, have uh, been a part of a lot of wins here at high school at the sub varsity and varsity levels, and then a lot of them that have won in other sports, you know. And so I think that just, you know, breeds that, that winning mentality where kids really are expecting to win. So uh, I definitely feel like that's, that's a big part of any program. You know, you gotta expect to win when you step out on that field. And that's the difference for you guys because when you got here, you had to put a lot of freshmen, a lot of young guys on the varsity, and you guys took some lumps. They didn't get to taste that as much as these guys have. So that does kind of get in your kind of gets in your system, and you're like, yeah, we kind of like this. It's, we want to keep doing this. Sure, definitely part of a winning psyche. That's Jay Northcutt, friendship coach, whose team takes on Lubbock Cooper this Friday at 7 p.m. in what's supposed to be a packed house out in Woodrow. This is Randy Rosetta with the first edition of Tiger Tracks podcast.